people say you must think out of the box, betul tak? Yeah, I think out of the room that the box is in. Actually, I What? think out of the house that the room oh. is in with the box inside. Jungle Slim and Juanita, the podcast. Another day, another complaint from the king of complaint. Oh boy. <laughs> Now see, I'm usually very patient with weight stuff. Dude, you're not patient with anything. How, how little you know me. Anyway, I went to a local burger joint recently. It's owned by a young Malay entrepreneur, very passionate guy, and his burgers are actually quite delicious. But I hadn't gone since the pandemic, you know. Oh, so they survived the pandemic. Yeah, as I said, he's very entrepreneurial. Uh, but the weight staff had mostly changed, and so did the menu. Okay, so that didn't survive the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> Guess so. Uh, so I looked at the new menu. I was like, oh, it's a lot more tebal, you know. And so I looked at, wow, they had, they had expanded their menu, a lot more burger selections, but they also had specialty fries, in, you know, those, like the, the cheese fries, uh, truffle fries. So I was a bit oh, okay. confused yeah, as to whether or not the burgers came with normal fries. So I asked a new waiter if the burger came with fries and this guy actually said, Uh, let me check. <laughs> Hello, friend. This also you need to check, ah. Do you ask him in English or what? I asked him in Malay. Uh, <laughs> but even if I ask him in English, it's a basic question, right or not? It's not like I ask him if the car was grass-fed or grain-fed. Yeah, because then you'll have to check with the car. <laughs> <laughs> Very funny. No, but seriously, you should know lah if your burgers come with fries. So did he find out or not? He went and he brought another person, another human being, <laughs> together with him to explain to me that there was fries. I mean, you seriously need the assistance of someone else to answer a simple question. This is basic knowledge, correct or not? That's like uh, if you're on a flight and then you ask a flight attendant, uh, sorry, hey, when do we land? Uh? And he's like, huh? Land? Uh? Like, never heard of that concept before. Hey, let me check. Uh. And then he goes, Goes, brings the pilot and when the pilot comes here like yeah 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 sir we should be landing very soon uh, even sooner if I don't return to the cockpit and fly this thing <laughs> fly FM so we're exchanging complaint stories here mm-hmm. uh, mostly to do with service not to say like we're atas here okay but <laughs> I mean sometimes we gotta ask for what we pay for you know we work hard you don't have to justify <laughs> alright we just give us what we want <laughs> I feel bad lah okay so four of us girlfriends right, we went to a resort in Langkawi okay. it was a five star resort but when we got there we were like what is this <laughs> it didn't look like a five star spot like you expected at all it looked like it was under renovation but renovation like how like the Sri Perdana 38 million renovation or what uh, it looked like 38 cent renovation <laughs> It was like they started and they ran out of money, you know oh. what I mean? So the windows were boarded up, some facilities were shut down, Jeez. whole blocks of rooms were like closed off and abandoned, right? So we went to the pool and we saw even more rooms oh, closed. So we asked the pool guy lah. And he was honest, thankfully. He was like, oh, actually, done enam tahun macam ni. Enam tahun? Who's doing these renovations? Turtles are going so slowly. <laughs> I don't know lah. But the service was also bad shape. There were like four of us, right? We wanted twin beds. Right. And then they said, oh no, you didn't put in a request when we wanted to check in. I was thinking, you're telling me what I did and didn't do. <laughs> then I showed the email confirmation. See, I did ask for twin beds. Told you what time I was arriving. Oh. Then he gave us some excuse. Oh, it's because you submitted through the party. That's why uh, we didn't get it. No, Wanita, you must understand. Their email also under renovation. Dah enam tahun dah. 
lah His brain lah Under renovation Anyway We had to wait At the lobby Until 5pm Before our rooms Were ready man Checking was supposed To be at 2 yeah. Hey, you're paying for this All now Exactly Then we went to the beach We asked the guy To give us towels He said Oh it's just there You can go and take it yourself Oh wow Then when we ordered drinks We ordered three normal juice And uh, one happy juice <laughs> 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 but the guy brought three happy juice and one normal juice. Ah oh, man, so terrible. So you had to whack all the happy juice by yourself lah. <laughs> oh, yo, every day Wanita has to save the day like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nonsense. Fly FM. So according to a study, drinking coffee could help you live longer. Or maybe you just feel like you live longer because you'll be awake more. <laughs> <laughs> maybe no. No lah. It's according to a proper study done in the Annals of Internal Medicine. Fuyo. Yeah, people who drink coffee regularly are up to 21% less likely to die within the next seven years compared to non-coffee drinkers. Oh. I don't really drink coffee, but I do now sometimes because we have a coffee machine in the office. <laughs> so, you're telling me you don't need coffee to start your day? Nope, I'm 100% on all the time. Yeah, yeah sure, sure. You're 100% on the way all the time. <laughs> no, but go for you lah, you know. Because if I don't have my caffeine fixed in the morning, my brain cannot get started. Has your brain ever started <laughs> so how many coffees do you need every morning then oh, oh no I don't drink coffee in the morning uh, I drink this thermogenic formula it's concentrated caffeine basically oh my god how long have you been doing this recently Unila. I, I started drinking coffee when I was six, no no when I was 17 oh for SPM lah uh, you know uh, correct the mando because somehow I had it in my kid uh, brain that time that you can actually cram two years of studies in just one morning <laughs> So, so on the day of my sejarah test SPM, I woke up at 2am, drank two cups of coffee and did two years worth of studies. <laughs> did it work? Nope, absolutely not. But I was very awake like, as I stared at the questions I didn't know how to answer. You know what I'm saying? Oh my God. Are you the same height as you were when you were 17? That's a very random question. Uh, but <laughs> yes, why? Huh? Uh, see, I thought so. Because they say coffee stunts your growth. Oh, eh. Height short, never mind. Life short, I cannot lah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> But with this study, I wonder if if coffee will play a more important role in healthcare in the future. Like then it becomes vital for like life and death situations. Like, can you imagine if someone is having a medical emergency and people around be like, "Is there a doctor in the house? Huh? Don't have. Okay, how about a barista?" <laughs> Like this man is flat whiting now. We need three shots of espresso. Stat Fly FM. So there's this study that says those who drink coffee are less likely to die within seven years. I don't really drink coffee. So all I'm saying is, uh, be careful lah, the seven years. Choi. <laughs> <laughs> But this study got us talking about home remedies, especially Asian ones that aunties recommend for our health. You know, you know, so one thing about aunties, right? They always only recommend food and drink only if it improves health. One, you know, like <laughs> auntie recommend lah those that taste good also. Correct? No, like what's, what's the point of living a long life if you only eat yucky food? Am I right? <laughs> yeah, like there was this auntie who kept talking about this gum from a tree and how she was going to cook it. <laughs> gum from a tree? You yeah. sure it wasn't the gum from the along poster they? Stuck on the tree. <laughs> no lies. This peach gum, I think, peach it's the uh, sap from a peach tree, and it crystallizes on the tree. Right. So you buy it, or already crystallized. Soak it in water, clean it, and boil it with sugar as a type of dessert. Apparently, it's good for collagen. Oh yeah, it sounds disgusting. But <laughs> have you heard of this thing? Uh, uh, the black jelly dessert called gulingao. 
I think so. What is it? Ah, uh? yeah. So it's uh, imagine like chin chow, but this is uh, a very not nice version. It's disgusting. Actually, it's, it's made from turtle shells. Don't ask me how. <laughs> but uh-huh. when I was in Sunday school, there was one very sable auntie who was in the choir, and she told me that if I want to join the choir, if I want to have a sweet voice, then you know I will have to eat the gulingau. And no, actually, she said you mustn't eat curry. She said, ah, I said, boy, stop eating curry because it's bad for the voice. And I'm there thinking, excuse me, so. Many Bollywood singers got perfect voice, correct or not? You're telling me none of them eat curry. Then <laughs> <laughs> she said to have a sweet voice. Ah, you must eat this uh, gulingau. So do you eat it? No, it's disgusting. It's bitter and all that. And and on top of that, when this auntie opened her mouth to sing, her voice like gaga only. So I'm like, <laughs> no need this nonsense gulingau. And for what? I've got a voice of an angel. <laughs> yeah, angel of death. <laughs> Fly. So this Malaysian girl booked an entire cinema to surprise her bestie for her birthday. I hope she paid for it lah. And it's not like a like, surprise bestie. This is why I pinched your credit card the other day. <laughs> <laughs> she could have just bought two tickets to a Douglas Lim movie. Confirm no one there. <laughs> so in her TikTok video, Ariana said that she was going to surprise her bestie by booking the entire cinema hall. She also said, actually, I don't know how to rent a hall. So I went and bought the seats online. 22 ringgit per seat. And I only bought the last four rows because I'm sure that no one will want to buy the front two row of seats. So smart. <laughs> What movie was this for? Uh, the new Top Gun movie. But isn't it more fun to watch movies with a packed cinema, you know? Um, it depends. I think if it's a highly anticipated movie, then yeah, I guess mm. like Marvel movies, right? For mm. example, everyone's a fan and everyone will cheer and clap, right? Yeah. So it's nicer when there's a full house. It's also like a nicer feeling when everyone's excited and enthusiastic with you. I feel. Yes, because Ash, nay. Oh, Ash. Can I please just tell my story? <laughs> Ash Nair told me that in Indian cinemas, right, for the Tamil movies, it can get quite havoc inside one when there's a lot of people, right? He said when yes. he watched uh, Sivaji, the boss, the moment Rajnikan appeared on screen, people stood up, la, they cheered, like, as if he was there live in person. <laughs> yeah, but as I said, la, it depends on the movie. If it's a drama or a rom-com, then I guess having the cinema hall to yourself can be quite nice. Like, nobody kacau, can romantic, romantic. Or... Yeah, I guess so. So lah, but, but you, please do not try this for stand up, okay? Cinema maybe can stand up, absolutely not. Huh? We need a lot of people in the audience. So Ariana, if you're listening, okay, for next year your besties birthday, please don't book the theater for my comedy show. I guarantee you, it will not be fun because it'll just be me on stage complaining to you. That's not comedy, ah, huh? that's therapy. That's not therapy. That's a morning show. <laughs> Douglas complaining to me for four hours. Fly FM. So. A girl booked out the entire cinema for her friend's birthday surprise and we're wondering have you ever done something extra Billy hey what are you doing Douglas yo yeah in Bahrain this was the richest family I know in Bahrain all my time in Bahrain Bahrain uh, is known for having a lot of rich people so th- this was one of the richest is it yeah their middle class in Bahrain was like a family would have five sports cars <laughs> and like me. that's middle class <laughs> so that's real like different level man. yeah and your currency is like times 10 with us what What is your currency? In North. Oh, okay, uh-huh. okay. So, so uh-huh. this what, what happened with this family in Bahrain? So, this uh, my friend Khalifa, like the like possibly the richest 
kid I've ever met in my life. He, okay, we were at his house, and he lives on top of a mall. <laughs> you, I, he lives on top of a mall? Yeah, he lives on top of a mall. Like, there's a whole separate building. It's an apartment a, a apartment block attached to the mall, is it? No. Ah, but the whole apartment is his lot. Like, and that's on top of the mall. So I, uh, we were all at his house, me and, like, a bunch of other kids, like 10 of us. And then we were just, just being kids, you know, 14-year-olds. And then we were being too loud. And then the mom comes to us. Uh, hey kids, you're being too loud. So here's a lot of money. Uh, go downstairs to the mall and go watch a movie. Huh. She gave us like twenty thousand ringgit to watch movies. Ah, I I don't think the mother knew how much movies. <laughs> so what, you so, for more. So you you what, you guys booked out the hall. Yeah, so we booked out three show times in a row, three <sighs> cinemas, sixty seats each. So we watched Hurt Locker. Bam! Second was a horror movie. I forgot. And then the third one was like a cartoon movie that came out. And it was just a bunch of 14-year-olds <laughs> in like a movie theater all by ourselves. Three movies in a row. Crazy <laughs> like you. Actually, yeah, you don't have to watch three different movies. Man. Just watch Batman, no, Anita? Because <laughs> it's super long, right? It started uh-huh. playing in March, if I'm not mistaken. And I heard now only uh, it got into the third act, you know. Not finished yet. <laughs> <laughs> Fly FM. So this restaurant wants you to lick the walls because they're made of salt. That is disgusting. <laughs> I mean, even the salt shaker got salt, right? Don't go yeah. and lick it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the restaurant in Arizona is getting a lot of attention after its owner said guests could lick the walls while enjoying their food or a drink because the walls are made of Himalayan rock salt. Right. So Himalayan rock salt has a natural, you know, has natural sanitary properties. But the restaurant staff said they also regularly wipe them down. So it's supposed to be okay. Nasty. <laughs> Did you know that Himalayan salt is not from Nepal? Then? It's from Pakistan. But it's it's, a, it's branding lah, right? Because if you say, hey, this is Pakistan salt, people will be like, yeah, all right, okay. But if you say this is Himalayan sea salt, people will be, yeah, I'll definitely overpay for this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not so sure about licking the walls, but there are some quirky restaurants with themes that I like, like uh, Dining in the Dark, for example. Have you actually tried it? I have. It was a good experience, actually, and it's nice to hear their stories because, you know, the staff are visually impaired, right? Oh. So, when you go in, you have to actually hold their shoulders because it's so dark. Is it really, like, pitch black? It is. It is pitch black. The only thing uh, you can see when you go in is a red camera light. The food is really, really good, but it's also a bit interactive. So, the wait staff will come over and ask you to describe what it what the food tastes like then you can guess what you're eating uh, and if you guess correctly you makan for free lah. <laughs> <laughs> you free you need no lah for fun because you get to experience what it's like for the visually impaired okay okay, okay. So, oh, I totally agree with you yeah. on this right but but w- licking the wall restaurant this seems a bit sus lah. It, it sounds to me like what no it sounds to me that, like the owner is just too cheap to buy more salt he's <laughs> <laughs> like huh what you are more salty I go lick the wall lah. <laughs> like what Next, what next? Go like ah, uh, what? You want more spicy ah? Uh? Go lick the cactus ah. Uh. <laughs> then ah, uh, what? You want more sour ah? Uh? Ah, uh, you see the chef Katia? <laughs> yeah. Ah, uh, go lick. Uh. <laughs> Disgusting. Fly FM. So we talked about a restaurant that wants you to lick its walls that are made of Himalayan salt. So we thought. 
it would be fun to bring in an expert when it comes to food-related architecture. Architect Wan. Hello, Fly FM, all my darlings. I'm Architect Wan. Yeah, I used to be a chef, yeah, but now I'm an architect. Now, I've actually been designing food-related architecture. So, things like the salt wall is not new, actually. You know, in fact, if you ask me, it is very primitive, Wanita. I mm-hmm. built my first salt wall, my kindergarten lah. Yeah, and oh. I lick it every day. That's why when I tell young people, hey, I eat more salt than you eat rice, it's true. Yeah, and oh. for my Form 5 Art Project, uh, I made a wall made of nuts. Uh, walnut nama dia. Genius or not. Yeah, oh, and, wow. And once I was commissioned by China eh, to use their vegetable for the architecture project. Siap dapat CJ dari Beijing for my great wall of China tomatoes. Oh, wow. So, just the walls can be made of tasty stuff? Oh, no, no. Please, do not limit our mind. You know, people say you must think out of the box. Betul tak? Yeah. I think out of the room that the box is in. Actually, I wow. think out of the house that the room oh. is in with the box inside impressive kan no, so not just walls can be designed uh, with the food lah. I've also designed a spicy elevator to travel between floors uh, nama dia curry leaf oh. even in the bathrooms you know once I covered the shower head with the Arabic meat you know like the kebab yeah so I made it into a beef shawarma oh wow impressive yeah, of course kalau tak impressive I tak buat darling so hopefully this has all been very informative lah for all of you now I have to get going because a client wants a furniture in the dining area I'm thinking of Designing a food table lah ah, Veggie table nama dia yeah, And for people to sit uh, A chair made of kuih tiaw Chair kuih tiaw Oh, okay Thank you, Architect One Fly FM So apparently a VIP is seeking the service of a UK lawyer To represent him because no lawyer in Malaysia is as good <laughs> But someone who really wants to talk about this Because I can hear the kompangs from my house People's matcha Hello, PM Salam peaceful wanita Eh, where are you? Uh, I'm working from home today PM But I can do this via Zoom Eh, you are inside the computer Up in this here Apa ni Karim? Uh, no, no, it's not black magic It's a conference call <laughs> Okay, never mind Just talk to me I can respond from the computer, okay? Oh, so kira you Macam Siri? Ah, uh, yes, something like that Okay Can you teach me how to make apple pie? Uh, maybe next time Why are you here Exactly in the oh, studio Oh yeah yeah See no no. I would like to use your platform To uh, ne, ask for help lah Because I'm in big trouble you know. Uh, mm-hmm. I need help Because I have an upcoming Court appearance uh, Badminton court lah uh, uh, oh, So okay. I am searching For a teammate To play doubles With me for an Upcoming tournament oh, What about Karim? Eh tak boleh Karim Karim, Karim puts the bat In badminton <laughs> I don't know seriously When when Karim betul tak eh? Karim when, when Karim play badminton It become worse minton So so <laughs> I, I need outside help yeah. Maybe someone from the UK lah. uh, Not no Luklang uh, United Kingdom Yeah, uh-huh. I need a non-Malaysian uh, help lah This time Because my old partner He's not very good lah. Every time ada excuse Tak nak datang court You know The dog bite his hand lah. Uh, dapat COVID lah Close contact oh. lah Macam-macam So I need uh, Mak Saleh With a uh, great uh-huh. experience And expertise And the qualification uh, That the Malaysian okay. player Do not possess Yeah, So I'm hoping Your radio station And uh, Prime FM ni Uh, can help me lah Because uh, before this I tried to use an app You know An uh, app on the phone To to uh-huh. find a new partner But this app g- Give me a 30 day trial Kalau boleh I want a Zero days trial <laughs> Faham-faham lah Okay Karim yeah, We have to go now We are watching The new dinosaur movie Oh uh, Top Gun Eh <laughs> yeah. All the actors are so old The dinosaur lah <laughs> Okay Jom Jom Karim Okay thank you PM Fly 
FM. So scientists in Singapore develop a fabric that turns movement into electricity. Wow! So our Singaporean friends can make clothes that produce renewable, clean energy. Yes. But they cannot make nasi lemak. <laughs> <laughs> So bad. So this stretchable and waterproof material could one day be integrated into clothes or wearable electronics to power devices on the go. Huh. According to the scientists from NTU, they found that washing, folding, and crumpling the fabric didn't cause any performance degradation, and the material could maintain a stable electric output for up to five months. So bad. I once had a shirt where the front pattern would light up, one you know, but it didn't uh-huh. use any like kinetic energy or whatnot. Like it had a battery pack. It's very, very, very low tech. Um, they had a battery pack. It was very small, and it was at the back of the shirt. So one day, it slipped. Uh, it <laughs> slipped down my spender. <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize. I sat down and broke it. Oh my god! Like you bumped into an electric shop. If, if it did, maybe I get superpowers. <laughs> Singaporeans also, instead of making this maybe work on something more important like pockets in women's clothes. What special women's pockets you want? Just normal pockets, ah, because women's clothes don't have pockets, or if they do have pockets, they aren't deep enough to put things that your wallet in. I did not know this. <laughs> yeah, it's such an annoying thing. Okay, sometimes we have suits, you know, like coat and pants. Yeah, okay. But the pocket is fake. Oh. Yeah, it's up to the point where if you compliment a woman on her dress and she has pockets, she will always say, "Thanks, it has pockets." And we go, <laughs> "Wow!" Like it's a mind-blowing thing, you know. Oh, okay. Okay, well, well, nice. I learned something new today. I, I hope scientists in Singapore are listening to this show also. All right, guys, forget the electric clothes and work on women's pockets. Exactly. Because, no, because the more I think about it, uh, these futuristic electronic clothes uh, could cause more problems. Like in the future, you know, who, who knows? Maybe a Singaporean child cannot go to school one day because the school uniform uh, cannot computer virus. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> or oh, I, uh, somebody hacked my boxer short now got Trojan inside. <laughs> Fly FM. So Singapore invented a fabric that turns your movement into electricity, which is pretty cool. So we thought we'd do a fun quiz about baju. <laughs> Let's go. Quiz, 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 quiz. It's quiz time on Fly FM. Alright, it's a true or false quiz. I will ask the questions. You will answer. I'll try lah. Okay, so question one: The bra strap clasp was invented by author and humorist Mark Twain. True or false? Uh, false lah. Mark Twain is not an inventor. Wrong. It's true. Oh. Yeah, he got the patent in 1871 and apparently invented it as a detachable strap first because he hated suspenders so much. So he's first quite a genius, huh? Not only does he <laughs> write great stories, he also has great ideas on how to keep your huckleberries together. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay, next. Uh. The first shoelace ever invented was made out of old man moustache hairs. True or false? Oh, I I, I want to say true lah. Wrong. It's false. Actually, actually, I think it, if it was true, right, then China no shoelace, lah, right? Because Chinese men usually no mustache. <laughs> Meanwhile, in India, though. <laughs> okay, so two so I got, I got, I got two wrong already. Ah. Okay, now next question: The world's longest wedding dress has a train that is one point eight five miles long. True or false? One miles. False. False is wrong. It's true. Wow, three wrong in a row. Yeah, they did it for a Guinness World Book of Record or something like that, lah. I would trip 
over and fall on my face if I ever had to wear that, man. Can you imagine how long the bridal march was? You know, they'd be like, here comes the bride, here comes her dress, there is more dress and more dress. The dress is causing a traffic jam. <laughs> Oh. All right. Oh, three wrong next. You're not doing very well, yeah. huh? Okay, next one. Parachutes originally had pouches to store honey in case of bee attacks. 100% True or false? false? 100% false, false, false. <laughs> Correct, it's false. Bees produce honey. La. <laughs> they're, not, they're not scared of honey. And the only way to escape a bee attack is to run. Not go like, ow, ow, ow. Hey, man, you see what's in this jar? <laughs> okay, very good. Last one, huh? Two women died in 1999 after being struck by lightning because their bras electrocuted them. <laughs> True or false? Uh, I've been I've been going with logic all this while. I've not been getting uh, good results. So I'll just say I'll just say true. True is correct. Oh yeah, their underwire bras acted as electricity conductors and transferred the current between the two women. Oh, lama. That's actually very unfortunate. But it is also why uh, when there's a thunderstorm, I never wear brown. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I got two out of uh, five correct, uh? Yes. Oh, I think that is Chemalang. A plus for me. Oh, lama. This is the Douglas Slim and Juanita podcast. Hang out with them weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on Fly FM.